always do this. Make sure. I'm caps lock different. It's facts, not fiction. Said I black out for real, then the track gone missing. If it's cap, I'm dipping. We ain't talking about a move, then it's flatline finished. When I spaz, I'm grinning. Pull a peel off in the Sadies, and I pass by spinning. It's perks with the slate, but I don't have my skinnage. Took a quick trip, and now I'm back home winning. And I see they eyes pop like I snack on spinach. Pull up to the spot, she try and grab my digits. I'm already eight shots, a Henny past my limit. Here you go. Hazards with a dash full of tickets. I'ma act like I don't see them like I bet I what's up guys welcome back to episode 154 of psychotic and iconic pause here along with my co-host nick theories and philly phil thank you to everybody that's tuned into the live stream tonight if you haven't done so already please go ahead and share it thank you to everybody that likes follows and subscribes to all of our platforms that was smooth for first time in three weeks yeah that was fire <laughs> yeah we're a big deal like the contract from bad boys it's kind of crazy man Damn, it's that been that head. long. You let that go over your head. That's crazy. It's it's been that long. What? No, you'll see it when you rewatch. Disrespecting me already. My bad. I'm just saying it's been a long time since we got back here. I know. What's up? Our computer's fixed. We're back to two episodes a week. Yep. The Sixers got bounced in seven. Yep. Lakers got swept. Yep. The Nuggets look like a dynasty in the making. Mm -hmm. Uh, the Knicks are trash. Mm -hmm. The Celtics, their head coach stinks. The Miami Heat are like a 16th seed doing a Cinderella run in the playoffs. Um, that's really that. That's that's really where I'm at right now. Rainio. Speaking of that, Rainio, <laughs> I went to the card show with Seamus. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll tell you what, we had a fucking great ass time. And he had some dope ass shit. Kobe his Bryant, collection is his wild. collection is amazing. And that wasn't even anything of what he actually really I has. Know. And he's pulling out Kobe Bryant rookie cards, rare Jordan inserts from like 1990. And they're worth like almost a brick, <laughs> right? And I'm like, damn. And I saw a deal go down with him and a dealer. And it was the coolest thing to see like the transaction of how everything kind of flowed. Um, I was like kind of beside him looking up some uh, eBay comps and everything. And uh, and just to see that, because like I, I watch like YouTube and stuff and um, and people make deals and shit like that for like high money. And I'm like, all right, cool. But to see that in person and, and that's your boy doing it. It was fucking dope. He has the, I mean, it was has, super dope, bro. I had a good best, time. He has the best collection I've personally yeah. seen. I mean, it's it's actually pretty yeah. remarkable the the cards that he has. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, all right, let's get into it. So the Lakers get shout out Seamus. Shout out Seamus always. Though. Yeah. So Lakers get swept by the Nuggets. LeBron drops forty last night. Um, what was your biggest takeaway? Because mine was just pain. Um, my biggest takeaway is that Joker really is the best player in the NBA. Let's go back to that real fast. I should have clipped this up so we could say this. Um, about a month ago when we were talking about this, I made a statement for some odd reason saying that I would consider taking Ja over him. That is one of the most embarrassing things I think I've ever said on our podcast in two years. I think I, it actually... Did you say that? Yeah. I or said, was it Luca? No, I said it would be you Ja. You did say Luca. Well, Luca, I think at this point, is also just as bad. Um, <laughs> just as bad as no, of saying... No way. You wouldn't start a franchise with Luca over Joker right now. No, 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 no. I don't say Luke I thought you I thought you were comparison between Ja and Luca. Oh, no, hell. I was like, okay, all right, all right. No, cool. I was like, what? With Ja, <laughs> with Ja, it's all about the flash. But obviously, you know, he he needs self help to stop waving guns. Um, but <laughs> Joker is. I think this series was the first time I actually sat down and watched them like unbiased because it wasn't about Embiid because Embiid got his trophy. He is. He's like he's an incredible player. And he just looks, he's got coke nose, mm -hmm. he's sloppy. Yeah. And he is just a an amazing basketball player. And you can't hate him because he's not like a cocky asshole. He's just, he seems like a good dude, plays for his team. I've never been like Joker Joker is actually, I think, I've never been more wrong on a player. How didn't you see this before? Because like, like I knew what? I, I knew Joker was good. Obviously, but I just last year, like they got beat in five games by the Warriors, but I know Jamal Murray wasn't there. And I'm just like, when you're a back-to-back -back MVP, like you need to be able to carry the team. And, but 
when I look at it, it's like, all right, who was he really working with? Like he had nobody running with him and he got Jamal Murray and look what happens. I mean, he is really that guy. I mean, his numbers. He's such a beast, bro. <laughs> there's just no, there's no way to defend him. He's an animal. The shots that he was making too at the, the buzzer beater. That's not a regular, regular type of dude. Like he, he's a big man that can shoot yeah, and shoot like that. Like those are highlight reels. Yeah. Fading away a big man like that and nothing but net. It wasn't even touching the rim, dude. Like in I the just, Western conference finals, like, yo, we got to give him his flowers. Yeah. Right. Because Embiid has never been there. No. He's never even been in the Eastern Conference Finals, and that is easier path than it is in the West. I can, I will kind of pu- give pushback on that. No way, I will, I will, because the Celtics are a great team, and they have and Giannis, who at worst is the second best player in the NBA. So I will give some pushback on that because the East isn't the East isn't trash. I'm not saying the East is harder than the West, but the East is good. The East is the pretty East good, is good, but so- I think the West is better, in my opinion. I mean, well, KD's there now, so like, yeah. I get it. The power has shifted a little mm-hmm. bit. But, I mean, my like my biggest takeaway, I have two takeaways from it. The biggest one is that Joker is the best player in the league. I think Joker's going to – we'll get to that, who's going to win the finals, but mm-hmm. even though I just basically gave it away. And then my second biggest takeaway is that LeBron is nowhere near being washed. Yeah. Nowhere near it. Nowhere near it. Um, last night sucked, obviously. Um, it's just he ran out of gas. He's like, he simply ran out of gas, but to come out in the first quarter and have 21 points and dominate like that, like he can, he's, he's showing in a 30 point half, he's showing you, he can still do it. Mm -hmm. And with AD, he's embarrassing. He's embarrassing. Oh, you're going to talk or speak on it. No, I'm just saying like, speak on it, King. He's really an embarrassment. He has no dog in him. We were laughing about this when we were watching last night. Yeah. There is no reason on earth that in 2023, Le- LeBron was running a fast break in the beginning of the fourth quarter with Tristan Thompson. <laughs> I just couldn't believe what I was watching. That was crazy. He I was, was like, running, wait, isn't he, isn't he dating a uh, Kardashian? I, bro, You're like, on, what? I the, don't know. He was in the ESPN booth yeah. last year. The only thing that Tr- Tristan Thompson has been relevant in the past like three years, I feel like has been on ESPN yeah. or cheating on on one of the Kardashians, Chloe or whatever uh-huh. one he's with. So it's like, okay, I, I, what what is going on? Yeah. I mean, Anthony Davis is younger than us, and he did not start the fourth quarter for he didn't play for five the first five minutes of the fourth quarter in a closeout game in the Western Conference Finals. That tells me all I need to know about AD. He don't have that dog in him. Well, he did win a title before. We weren't saying about this a couple years ago. That's what that's what it's like. Okay, but my like, where do you draw the line? I draw the line in in a must win game when you need to give everything you got. Okay, your thirty eight year old co star is the one guarding Jokic and Jamal Murray in the fourth quarter. So let me ask you a question: What if AD actually was giving it his all? Because Joker is just that good. Well, then you trade AD and you trade him and get everything you can for his name. Well, look, Joker has done this to everybody, though. Uh, In fairness. So now it begs me the question is like, is AD that good or is Joker really, really that good? No, like all time great good. Because if he's making AD look like that, even though AD had a good game one, I'll give it to him. He had a great game one. I don't know what happened. Yeah. But. He had four points a half. But my point is... You're seven foot. He sat the fucking... Th- uh, at the fucking arch. I know. It's like, I'm sorry, but dude, you're seven foot. You should be dominating in the paint. Use your size. Use your athleticism. I don't understand. You should be You should be dunking on people. And Jokic isn't a good defender. Like, you That's should what be I'm able saying. to get around him. And Spin moves and shit like that. Like, my thing that, is, that, though, that is AD. The, the Suns got two games from them. The... the um, the Timberwolves got a game from them. The issue with the Lakers was they just didn't have a closer. LeBron reminds me right now of the same thing as Tom Brady. They could still do all the same things. It's just in 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 
specific moments, they can't put it, they can't do it all anymore. And that's okay. They can still be like, I think like LeBron right now, his level is higher than Brady's was last year. I disagree with that statement, but go ahead. But Brady was still playing at a level that was keeping them in the game. Okay. So I just feel like both of those guys need help. So I disagree with that because the man have 40 points. Ten rebounds and nine assists. He averaged a triple double at the age of thirty-eight. Right? You're telling me he can't do it all by himself anymore. By looking at that stat line, it's telling me he can. But he didn't finish because five years ago that game would have hold won. on. They would have won. But I think a lot of people discredit the Nuggets. I think because they just they don't they don't gravitate the public. They there's nothing gravitating because a small market. Joker's cool. Joker's yeah. great. But yeah, they're a small market team. There's not much attraction there, right? So that's why I'm like, okay, maybe they're just that good, dude. Maybe I think the Nuggets are the are they they, they are the best team. The, the Let's Nuggets, give it to them. Man. The you Nuggets know what I mean? are awesome. The Nuggets are really good, and they got slept on because they went through they went through some you know like spit spat towards the end of the season, but they had it locked up. Yeah. And Jamal Murray, I mean, Jamal Murray averaged 33 points a game. He's your co-star. But my point is, is why is AD better than Jamal Murray? Yeah. Why can't he do that? I, I don't know. If you ask right now, if you ask every executive in the league, I would say that they would take AD over Devin Booker. You watch Devin Booker out there cooking. Oh, he's cooking. Devin Booker was able to do it. And not for nothing, Kevin Durant didn't play that well in that series. No, he actually didn't. He, he was actually non-existent. Yeah, he was inefficient. Weirdly. And he was inefficient. Inefficient. That's the way to go. Like that his, he looked like he wasn't into it. Mm-hmm. The way that Booker was. Now, look, Kevin Durant's drawing more attention, so it's opening the floor more for Booker. I get that, but at the same time, I saw like a lack of aggression from KD. It really was. It was like I don't want to say a role player, but it was kind of like KD was just hanging out. Yeah. That's really what it felt like, and they were still able to get two yeah. games. So with like, I don't understand how you go from having forty to having four at halftime. You it doesn't just, make any sense. You're, you're three of 12, three for 21. It's just like, come on, man. What are you doing? You're missing bunnies. Yeah. You're missing five foot hook shots. So, but I just like, I don't know. Like, where do you think the Lakers go from here to try and get ready for next year? Oh, oh, I want to go back to my point too, though. But you could also look at it from the flip side of LeBron's stat line, right? That the first half, how many did he have, Mike? 30. 30. He had 10 points in the second half. So what eight. you're saying is the age factor is starting to creep up into LeBron, right? Because he played 48 minutes. He played the whole game in a closeout game. Like, right. He was playing the whole game so the 30-year-old co-star could rest. Mm-hmm. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. That just that, that's not a, a recipe for success. And you saw it. And that's what I was saying with LeBron. Like if LeBron could take adequate rest and play 32 to 34 minutes, or just say 30 minutes. LeBron can still dominate. He just can't dominate for the entire game like he could in 2018. When he went on that run, which is like, to me, was LeBron's best playoff run ever, even though he didn't win the title after the year after Kyrie left. Yeah. He can't do that anymore because he can't sustain it. But that's, like I said, he's old as shit. Yeah. I mean, I mean, like, not for nothing. I don't think the Lakers played that bad. It was a... The entire series. I don't think the Lakers... Got waxed like everybody is talking. They didn't. And that's what makes it harder. You know, I, I, they lost by five. They lost by two. Um, I think game three was a was it was a big one though. They lost, right? What happened? Game three, they got blown, they got blown out. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. But they were in it. Game one, they were in it. I know. That's what makes it hard, dude. So three out of the four games were winnable games. Yep. So where do the Lakers go from here? They got to go get Kyrie Irving. They got to get Kyrie Irving. They need You something. think they think hey, Kyrie Irving? Yes. This guy is a cancer, bro. They need to get Kyrie Irving because they need somebody. They need somebody that can get a bucket whenever they need it. AD can't do it. Austin Reeves, I mean, I haven't I've never seen a player blossom like that out of nowhere. He's awesome. He's, he's definitely getting re-signed. He's been different. Uh, Rui Hachimura was awesome. D'Lo, he can walk. But get, they need to get Kyrie Irving. They need a guard that can handle the ball. Because here's the thing. If you let Kyrie handle the ball, 
LeBron then can exert the energy on defense. Mm -hmm. He can't do both anymore. Right. Like, I mean, in 2011, he was picking up Derrick Rose. So you're playing full games. So you're saying LeBron's going to be the 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 Robin role? Yes, LeBron's a Robin now. He's not a Batman anymore. He can't. He can be a Batman. He can be like a Batman B. He just can't be the focal point anymore. He just can't do it. Mm-hmm. And it's like I said, it's just it's a it's not skill. It's age. It's age. Yo, they said that LeBron's stats at the age of thirty eight are peak are better numbers than Hall of Fame players' best season. Larry Bird. That is fucking crazy. LeBron's <laughs> averages this year were better than Larry Bird's best year. And it's crazy because I, I I always hated LeBron. But when you actually sit back and think about the shit that he's doing, the dude's different. We ain't never seen this shit before. Never. I know he got swept and all, but we, we can still give him his flowers, too. He's one of the great ones. You don't know what how much time he's got left. You know what's funny? If... If that if last night was Kobe Bryant or Michael Jordan, they would be talking about how much a warrior those two are, how much they have that killer instinct. I haven't heard that once about LeBron. Oh, it's just, yeah. Oh, this is a stain on his legacy because he lost. If that was one of them two, it would have been he's got the killer instinct. He's got the dog mentality. I haven't heard that once for, for LeBron. I it's To like, be fair, I haven't heard anybody say this is a stain on his legacy, though, because I don't take it as a stain. It can't be. He's thirty. It's, he's thirty-eight, and he had dropped forty. Bro, so, what do you want him to do? No rational, <laughs> no rational p- person that watch ba- that watches basketball thinks LeBron is the reason the Lakers lost. It's just that there's no way you can watch that series and think that's it. Um, however, his post-game comments, I wasn't expecting. I don't think anybody was expecting. No. Um, it but, made me sad for a minute. I was no, in my feelings. No, we know why though. Go you think ahead. He's got, do you think he's? Do you think he's retiring? Because he hinted at it. See, this is the this is the type of shit that made me hate LeBron. Why? Because I, bro, you know damn well you ain't retiring. I don't know about that. They were. I, I heard that he wanted to play with Bronny. I know that, but he's walked that back recently. So, he's well, he back. might have like two more. That means he'll have to be two more years in the league. Yeah, because Bronny's a freshman. He'll probably enter the draft, get drafted. He'll do one and done at USC. One and done, and then get drafted. Get drafted. And then, <laughs> He'll get drafted by the Spurs, and then LeBron's going to go play with the Spurs with Bronny, Wembenyama, and Greg Popovich. And win a ring. And win a ring. That would be crazy, though. And then just retire. Unless Daryl Morey picks him up. And then just retire. Yep. As a Spur. <laughs> as a Spur. <laughs> that, that'd be nah, crazy. retire as a Cavalier. No, nah, I'm just messing. But the comments were, to me, it's just LeBron. It's typical LeBron. The spotlight's always going to be on him. He's going to be talked about. And re- it, it, it's almost like it's fuel in the offseason. Well, they asked Oh, him. is it time for LeBron to hang it up? Should he retire? They're going to talk about it on sports. This is the type of, like, dude, that's that's this, bro. This is so smart by him. Well, he was asked that question. It's not like he said that unprompted. They asked him. Oh, I know. About next season. But the response is, is genius. Oh, yeah, because he put pressure on Rob Palenka and the Lakers. Not even that. What he did was he wants the media to tell him he's washed or or n- not that he's washed, but that he should hang it up. And here's why. Yeah, you saw LeBron in the second half. You could tell he was gassed. You could tell, you know, at certain points in the series that LeBron, you know, his age was showing. That's all going to be talked about in the media and for a competitor. And to hear that while you're training, it's different, bro. It's a different mentality. That's what I like about it. I think he's going to come back again. I think he's going to have a one. He's going to have probably almost the same season. I, I don't see a drop off. I hope Does so. anybody see a drop off? 40, 10, and 9? I mean, that's ridiculous, bro. He averaged 27, <laughs> 10, and 10 in the series. That's like, ridiculous. Not for nothing, but you have star players. that Like Kevin Durant didn't average that. You have star players that still can't average that. And I like what he said when ESPN asked him about it. And he said, he said, I'm, he goes, I'm still better than 90% of the the league, maybe 95%. Yeah, no doubt. And that's true. However, it's higher than 95% because 95% will put him outside the top 10 and he's still a top 10 player. I would say there's, I would probably put him at nine or 10. Like I can, I can probably get seven or eight guys definitively better than LeBron right now. Mm, but I'd be hard pressed. But I'm saying in the moment, he's still up there. Like if it, I kept saying when we were talking about, it, I said, if they, if the Lakers somehow got it to game seven, I thought they were going to win it because I trust LeBron in game seven. 
That was exactly when I was talking yeah. to you about it. And we were saying about yeah. it, like, you know, just get one, one game at a time. Uh -huh. And in that first half, I'm like, all right, here we go. And then I don't know what happened to AD. And then Jokic just, Jokic just took over. And my thing is with him, dude, going back to him, do you think now his finals appearance is validating his back-to-back -back MVPs? And like, do you think it's changing the outlook on him as a player throughout the league? Because it, it definitely did for me, like without oh, a without a doubt. Hundred percent. It this finals appearance has told me everything. Even if they lost this series somehow, even if they were in a dogfight with the Lakers, the fact that he went to the Western Conference Finals, that's an accomplishment in itself. I mean, fuck, the Sixers couldn't they have we haven't made it in an Eastern Conference Finals since two thousand one. So to get to the to to that point is it's got it's gotta be a, a challenge. Yeah. Come on. You know what I mean? So to get there is an accomplishment. So for him to win it and go to the finals, yo, hats off, man. Absolutely. It validates everything for me. I can't. I just. It's I knew lot. he was great. But when you watch it, when you watched him this series, he was special. Like you saw like, yo, this is an all time dude. bro. I agree. And you it's know what the crazy. thing is for me is that what it really did was because everybody talks about AD like he's a great player. I'm not saying he's not great because when he's healthy, he has great moments. Yeah. But he's not consistently great because you can't count on him. And that's what makes really great players. Mm -hmm. But he legitimately made AD after game one, kind of made AD look mid. Yeah. They adjusted. Like he totally, yeah, that too. Mike Malone's a really good head coach, but they totally minimized him and just he was nowhere to be found. Yeah. But what confused me about AD was he wasn't even taking jumpers anymore. He wasn't taking mid-range jumpers. Like, they got him so off of his game. Bro, he wanted no parts of he Joker, bro. He really didn't. He wanted no smoke with Joker. He wanted nothing. And I, nothing. And that's what drives me crazy because LeBron was in that fight. Rui Hachimura was in that fight. Mm -hmm. Like, not for nothing, but even Austin Reeves. Yeah. Like, those were they were all dogs. Dennis Schroeder. I love Schroeder. He's a good player. Schroeder's a perfect guy on a team. What's we got Marcos in the building. I think it's Mr. Marte. Mr. Marte. Mr. Marte, welcome. Q. What's um, up, Papa Broads? So who do you What's think up, it is? What's up, Gafar? Who do you think it is? Do you think it was more about Joker, or do you think it was more about AD? Oh, AD was, was terrible. That was my biggest takeaway earlier. Like, he was absolutely terrible. I thought he legitimately looked like... He didn't even belong in the same class as Joker. He did. Like, bro. I'm talking like there is levels to this shit. That's what Joker was saying. And AD, you ain't there. And everybody was saying, like, AD is the best big man in the game. No. Ain't no fucking way, bro. No way. He's I, I, honestly, no I, way. I, I it, mean, Joker Joker's just better. made him look so bad. It was embarrassing. After game one. That's crazy to me. I mean, how you're right. How do you drop 40? And then drop four and seven and, and seven. Yeah, like like you have 12 <laughs> points on on three of 19 shoots. Like, what's I'm just happening at him? And I'm like, are you that scared to go in there and take a bump? You're, you're seven foot. <laughs> Dude, you said this before and we were laughing about it. Seven foot guy standing at the three-point line is is just unbelievable. And the difference is is thank when, you, Steph Curry. Yeah, he did that. Yeah. But <laughs> not even that, bro. When when Jokic does it. He's facilitating. He's running the offense. Yeah, it's different when when Jokic does it mm -hmm. because Jokic is average what eleven assists. AD doesn't get assists like that. Like Jokic is a center, and his over and under when you bet him is nine and a half assists. It's insane. Ten it's and insane. a half. You're betting a triple double every time you bet him. Every time, Le like legit. <laughs> it's, it, it, it is insane. So out on the to pivot a little bit from Jokic. Yeah. Outside of him, what do you think was the key for the Nuggets? Uh, I thought the, the ability for them to shoot the three, Michael Porter, Jr., Jamal Murray, um, Cadavius, uh, Caldwell Pope, uh, who else had a, who else had a great series? Watched, Bruce Brown had an impact like their bench. Don't bring him on here. Hey, yo, Bruce Brown. I watched this. I watched in the bubble, LeBron scream at KCP to shoot the ball. Yeah. And all of a sudden Lights he goes out. to the Nuggets. Lights out. He just couldn't handle the pressure. They could just shoot. KCP was like Rodney Hood. Yeah. They could just shoot. So the fact that they can shoot and the fact they have Joker underneath, it's 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 hard the, to defend. It's the perfect storm. It is. And 
Joker is a good passer as it is. So he's going to find the open man. And he does. He always makes the right basketball play. And like when you watch him, you're like, he's like a machine. He rarely makes mistakes. The thing is with the Nuggets, the Nuggets were the worst possible matchup for the Lakers. And I didn't realize it in the beginning, but they had the size to match the Lakers and they had better role players. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what it was. And they exploited every weakness that the Lakers had. Yeah. So it just sucked to watch because it was a like it, it was a sweep and it was it was a close series. Yeah. Every game I was sitting on the couch, just like damn. Mm -hmm. Like last night I was defeated, dude. I could I just couldn't. I'm like, come on, man, because it was so close for LeBron to get the fifth ring. Yo, I gotta be honest with you. <laughs> Watching that series too um, with Joker, <laughs> my my opinion is completely changed. Like, not changed, but I'll say this as a fact, in my opinion. Joker is a better basketball player than Joel Embiid. Oh, yeah. And to me... I'm glad you brought this up. And to me, it's not a slight to Joel. Welcome back, Greasy! It's not a slight to Joel, right? Focus. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. It's not a slight to Joel. At all. Mm -mm. He's a great player. He's a, he's a Hall of Fame type of player. But Joker is just, he's just a special talent. dude. He, he does it all. The leadership he provides, it's, it goes above and beyond. His teammates respect him. They love him. Not to say they, they don't for Embiid, but just Joker's impact on that team is just, it led them to the finals. I don't, so here's the thing. I was always defending Embiid, saying Embiid was better. And largely, I was putting it on because Embiid's a 20,000 times better defender. Yeah. But at this point, there's no leg to stand on. Like, there's nothing I can argue anymore. He's a, like, not for nothing, but Jokic was getting 14 rebounds in a quarter. Like, he's a better rebounder. He's a better passer. He's a better scorer because he's a better shooter. Yeah. I mean, Embiid might be better from mid-range, but Joker's better from I would say, point. yeah, he is. So it's like, you know, Joker's just better. And look at it at this point. He's got two MVPs. He's go, He's a Western Conference MVP. He's going to the finals. He's probably going to win. If they win, which I think they will, they're going to be the fine. He's going to be the finals MVP. And it's like, at this point, there's no leg to stand on. But my thing is, is what bothers me about the conversation is everybody's acting. And kudos to Joker for giving Embiid his flowers, saying he was happy for him for winning MVP and that he should have because he should have. I thought Embiid should have won it last year and Jokic should have won it this year, but whatever. My thing is, is like all the Sixers fans are saying, oh, trade Embiid, you're guilty of this too. Trade Embiid, tear it down. You can't trade an MVP who's arguably a top five player. Like Embiid is legitimately a top five player. And you can't just tear it down and trade him. You do need to build around them. But where the Sixers issue is, is that this all started with Elton Brand. Elton Brand, Brand paid Al Horford the bag. He paid Tobias Harris the bag. He lost Jimmy Butler. All those, all those bills are coming up do and now you're paying for it like now you kind of need to sign james harden because i don't really know where you go from there and Embiid can't carry you Embiid's not carrying you with mid-level players and you're not winning a championship with tyrese maxi as your best guard and tobias harris as your second scorer or your third scorer tobias harris is a fourth option being paid as a one it doesn't work like they they really do they need to pay harden or you're going to fall back into irrelevancy. It's pay hard and, 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 or you trade and beat and just do what the Thunder did. See, to me, the best option, if you want me to be honest right now, in my, in my, you know, my opinion is that they need to let Harden walk if they're going to, if for what do you four do? years, 200 million, cause he's going to be 38 and he ain't going to give a fuck about playing basketball. He's going to be wanting to go to Las Vegas right before the playoff games. He and shit 40, like that. I don't care what he dropped. That's that. That's see, that's stupid. Stay in the moment. You just drop 40 points and then you go to Las Vegas. Right. Is that what happened? Or did it, or did it happen before? He before dropped, the, no, no, he dropped. Wait, when did he drop 40? Yeah. Before, was it before his, uh, his Vegas, Vegas trip? After his Vegas trip. He went down there. He went to Floyd Mayweather's club. Yeah. And he came back and put 40 on him. All right. So he got then, inspired. What you get inspired? You got inspired. Inspired by what? I want to go to from girl collection. And then from what? <laughs> so, <laughs> that's a good answer. Girl you know what that is? I know exactly what it is. He posts it all the time. Um, I'm trying to go there now. 
For for. Anyway, um, what were we talking about? We were talking about um. <laughs> <laughs> he went to Vegas and dropped oh, 40 yeah. when he came back. All right, yeah. So what I'm saying is, you you got to stay in the moment, bro. Like this is a championship opportunity. You got the MVP. And if you think that you're really good and you want that contract of four years, $200 million, you got to deliver. You can't be having two points entering the fourth quarter because you got to step your game up. Straight up, you do. So to me, this is, it would be a big mistake, in my opinion, if they sign them for four years or $200 million. Huge mistake because after that, who is going to take on that contract if you do or when you you trade them? Who is? I don't know. A bum team? But the problem is to right sell now, tickets? you have a window. But here's the thing. Come on. That four-year contract is probably what you have left of Joe Embiid at a superstar level. Maybe less. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying four-year max. You have four more years max of Embiid at this at Embiid as this player. Four, you think so? How? How old is it be? 30? Yeah, something like that. So big bodies. Yeah. Tend I know. To I'm crumble saying, quicker. In four years. I don't I don't think he'll be what he is now in four years. So what do you it's okay? Great. Perfect. Perfect. I'm glad you said that. Is it a bad idea to, to kick around the idea of possibly trading him? Right now, if yes. you could, if you could detonate the team, because if you can let Harden walk. And you'll get a haul for Embiid. You still got Maxi. You can get rid of Tobias, and you could just start from Maxi and build around. No, is it a possibility? No, he's too Why? good. He's too good right now. He's. I, I agree. I agree, and I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. No, I don't think. But what I'm that. saying is, is it is it wrong if the Sixers did kick around the idea mm-hmm. because it's like it's wrong? Yeah. Wrong. I don't, you don't, I don't do know. your franchise player like that. Well, my franchise player can't get past the second round. It's so like eventually, it's got to be like, all right, well, what's going on here? Because when when Jimmy Butler was here, we didn't get there, right? Jimmy Butler leaves us, and then he goes to the fi- he goes to the Easter Conference Finals three out of the last four years. And now, B hasn't done that. I understand So that. what is going on? What the hell is going on? If you're the MVP and Jimmy Butler, that, what is, what's the difference? There's a few things with that. I know, one, I know coaching. Well, I know coaching. I get it. I get it. I get it. Suppose I get it. Fame coach. I get it. Number two, poor roster construction. Again, when you're playing with Ben Simmons, it was four on five. The guy wouldn't shoot. Mm-hmm. So it's it's just difficult. And then Elton Brand paid Ben. Oh, he paid Ben Simmons too. Yeah. So it's just, it was poor roster construction. And look, there's a little bit of revisionist history going on with Jimmy Butler. I wanted Jimmy Butler to stay, but when he was given the contract by, my, by Miami, there were executives and people all over the news outlets saying, in four years, that's going to be the worst contract in the league because he was 30 years old. Obviously, it wasn't. But nobody thought Jimmy Butler was going to be playing like this four years later. No, nobody thought that. Nobody. I didn't think it either. Yeah. But at the time, I still wanted him because Jimmy Butler was the perfect player for Embiid. The perfect player. And it just it sucks the way... It sucks the way they went out because I believe that they have a championship if Jimmy Butler's here. I think they win a title. I do. They at least get to a finals. I think they get to the Eastern Conference Finals. I think they get to a finals. Maybe. Dude. I think 100%. so. Yeah, I, I, I could see that. I like Butler. I yeah. want to keep him. Yep. I mean, because he didn't win in Minnesota. He didn't win in Chicago. And then what happens? He goes to Heat Culture, gets Pat but Riley. But the stories that you heard about him. The competitive spirit. That's what you That's want. what you need. That's what you need. You need a dog like that. Imagine with him, with P.J. Tucker. I mean, you, you got two pit bulls on your fucking team. That's what you need. And you're always in intact mode. Imagine like, that's, that's Tyrese Maxey, Jimmy Butler, Joel Embiid. You pick, up, you pick up Tucker. You have Tobias Harris. Tobias Harris is your fourth option. Yeah. It would have been great. It would have been great. Tobias Harris is a good player. But what's happening to Tobias Harris is exactly what happened with Andre Iguodala. When Andre Iguodala was on the Sixers, mm. they were making him a one. He's not a one. He's a finals MVP now I because agree. he went to a lesser role. Yep. And was it, all his strengths came out because he wasn't the primary ball handler and the primary scorer. That's why Andre Iguodala, when he was with the Sixers, wasn't really anything special. Agreed. You were trying to They were trying to make him Allen Iverson 2.0. Yeah. It wasn't going to work. So... But that's a great point. It's a great point. It's it's just 
It sucks, dude. It sucks. It's, we've been Sixers fans since we're kids. Yeah. 2001 when Allen Iverson went on that run. Um, but on the, as we were talking about Jimmy Butler, let's go to the Celtics and Heat because uh, all of a sudden the Celtics are down 3-0 and about to get swept. You think so? Kind you of. think so? I don't think so. I think the Celtics are going to win the night. Just yeah. a hunch. I, yeah. I I believe in the talent. I have I'll go a, that way. I think that they get swept because I think there's too many things going on with Boston. And all the reports are coming out now. They're tired of fake liking each other. They were upset that they left Ime Udoka. They never should have got rid of Ime Udoka. He's going to leave all that stuff. Yeah, I do actually. Do because I think there's a, a little bit of a rift between Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Because no. I, think, I do. Because I think Jalen Brown thinks he's as good as Jason Tatum. So wait a minute. So when they celebrated beating us, mm-hmm. it looked like they were brothers. Winning kids everything. That's fake love. When maybe, but when Donovan that's McNabb when Donovan McNabb and You'll T. never o, win if it's fake. When Donovan McNabb and TO went to the Super Bowl, that's my quarterback. I, well, he didn't say that's my quarterback, but it was all lovey dovey. He said the Romo. Yeah. The next year when they struggled, TO gets traded. What happened? All the shit came out. Ime Udoka held that team together. When we were talking about this, I thought the Sixers were going to beat the Celtics because I thought Doc Rivers has been coaching for 20 years. I thought he would be able to do what Spolstra is doing to Missoula right now. Yeah, I thought he'd be able to run circles around them. And I just, uh, I'm surprised in terms of, because the Heat are playing out of their minds. Jalen Brown is right in what he's saying. They're just playing above their means. Yeah, exactly. 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 Faith, belief in one another, leadership, Coaching, culture, all of that shit matters, and you're seeing it. Developing players, not giving up on players when they have a bad series. Like, not for nothing, they could have traded Bam. Bam got locked up last year in the playoffs. The year before that, he's been locked up. You don't do that. Mm-hmm. You don't do that. Good point. No, I I, I love that. But, I yeah, love I, you think, I think they're getting swept. I don't think so. Because I, I think actually, too much turmoil is going on. I think Missoula stinks. Yeah, see, I, I don't believe in the turmoil. I, I, I think people like to poke holes at shit because things are going bad. That doesn't necessarily mean things are going south like that. It just, it just means that they're losing to a better team. That's hot. And there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, I would love for the Sixers to get Marcus smart. I mean, look, Marcus smart's a dog. I don't think they're going to get swept out. I think the talent, even though everything points to Miami, Right, I mean, you can follow trends. The Nuggets just swept. The Heat, yep, could be. You know what I mean. But yeah. I think the Celtics are better than that, and I think they're going to force a game five. And I actually think I think they're going to force a game six, and Miami's going to close out in game six. You don't think they could overcome the O three? I don't think so. Eventually, I think they're going to get half. They're, they're, they're going to get halfway there, and then they're going to lose in Miami. If they in lose, Miami, if they win two, the Heat start feeling the pressure. Oh, absolutely. I think if they win, yeah, you're right. If they win two. Because if they win in Boston, they come back to Miami. Oh, I, I, I'm sorry. If they win tonight and they and they win and they and they win in Boston, the then they're then they're back to in, in Miami for Game Six. What All the think, pressures on the Heat. What do you think they need to do to even do that? Like, what change? Do you think that there's any changes that they can make to get it back there, or do you just think that it's it's almost like we were talking about this a minute ago with KD and inefficient? Jason Tatum is doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. He's taking 30 shots. He's scoring 32 points, but he's taking 30 shots. Yeah. Like, I was just looking at his over and under for threes. It was one and a half. Jason Tatum. He it's scored u- it's usually two and a half. Yes. I. That's what I'm saying. They lowered it because he's been so bad from three. But he exploded against the Sixers in game seven for 51. It's regular. Plus. I know. It's, it's it just, really is regular. It, yeah. Um, do you think that the, the duo's over between them two? I think I think it has to be, right? I I don't think there's a rift. I just think that. Do you think they hit their maybe, ceiling? Yeah, I think maybe that's just their ceiling. A finals appearance is good. It wasn't. It is their ceiling right now because they got rid of Udoka. It wouldn't have been their ceiling. And that's a fair point because they'd be not for nothing. They just they just got a new coach. That's hard to overcome. I know. And they're back here again. And I don't think they wanted Missoula. I think they all wanted Udoka. He's yeah. the only person in the world that got fired for having consensual sex. Yeah. I don't understand that. I I I, I don't like, know either. Suspend them for the year, cool. But you just outright fire them. Yeah. Well, he's coaching somewhere now, right? The Rockets. Oh, damn. The Rockets. Okay. The Rockets, man. They're on the up. You think so? Udoka. I do with Udoka. I think Jalen Green's really good. He um, is good. The other guy, I can't think of his name too. He's good. He's a rookie. 
I can't think of his name. Um, I'm going to Google it real fast. But I think having Yudoka there, um, I think he's going to get that team right. Sengun. Alperen oh, Sengun. okay. Yeah, yeah. He's good, dude. You think so? Yes, he's good. Um, but yeah, I think the duo is over. And because they both made all NBA. So to sign them both for a Supermax, you're going to need... It was like $617 million, mm-hmm. And I don't think Boston's doing that. I think the Celtics needed like a point guard. They need a legitimate one. But... They had Brogdon, and Brogdon took a lesser role and went to the yeah. to the bench. One yeah. six man of yeah, the year. Yeah, yeah. I thought. I mean, Brogdon was great for that. He's honestly. good. I think he's a good player. He's a starter. Yeah. Um. Do you know uh, any ideas off the top of your head where Jalen Brown could go? Wow. Um. Of course. I mean. I mean. Does the Mavericks make sense? A lot. He would be perfect in ne- next to Luca. Yeah, but does. Or is he one of those players that just wants a team by himself because he thinks he's the guy? It could be. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. You could. You could trade him to Portland for Damian Lillard. (laughs) That's a good trade. You think they would do that? Boston, yeah. I don't know. Jalen Brown would fit because the team is younger. But But two ball-dominant players is tough. Yeah, but Damian Lillard, he could play shooting guard. Because I, I, I look at Boston as a team that's like a machine. They they operate as – they play as a team. Yes. It's never just one a one-man band. Unless it's game seven. Unless it's game seven against the Sixers. Yeah, and then that's a different story. But, yeah. But other than that, they always been a team that always just – Yeah. You know, they were always a, a team. They're that's exactly it. Yeah, they're, they're, they're together. They're not – it's not a one-man bandit. So, like, I, I, all- I just – I don't see that happening – to have two ball dominant players, but then I could be wrong because they they had Kyrie Irving. They signed Kyrie, remember? Yeah. So I could be wrong. I don't know. Now with the Heat to go back a little bit, like as a Sixers fan, Jimmy Butler on the on the cusp of making a finals appearance. Is that not the most Philly thing ever to actually happen? Like something like that? Yeah, what's up with that? For real. Like, what's really up with don't. that? It's the weirdest thing ever. We we acquire players, they're shit. We get rid of them, and they shine. Jimmy it's the Butler, most insane thing I've ever seen in my life. He looks like 2007 LeBron and 2001 Allen Iverson, leading a group of regular ass players. Like he's running with Kyle Lowry, bro. We had Al Horford, and Al Horford is starting in the Eastern Conference Finals right now. What are we doing? And he actually he he actually plays pretty well. I know. He does a good job for, for Boston. But when he came to us, he he was awful. Well, I don't know. Is that Brett Brown? I would have rather had, what's his name, on the bench the entire time watching these. Uh, what's his name? Who do we? Oh, Andrew Bynum. I'd rather have Andrew Bynum on our bench supporting our team nah, bro, than have is- Al Horford on the Sixers. That's how bad Al Horford was for us. Then he goes to Boston. Wasn't and he, he's back to like Al Horford. What's crazy? What hold on? Wasn't Bynum? What? Wasn't Bynum the dude? He came here with a hurt foot. Yeah, and then he went bowling. And then he went bowling. And then he, <laughs> yeah, bro, he 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 got he had 50, 50 million he made. Andrew oh, Bynum actually was a made, beast. Maybe even more. Andrew Bynum was he a made beast, a dude. fat ass check from us, and he didn't do shit. That's again regular. That's what I'm saying. I'd rather have him supporting us as a teammate. Did Al Horford with the Sixers. That's how bad it was. It's embarrassing. Yeah. And like, here's the thing. You know what's the weirdest thing about the Jimmy Butler thing? I feel like the whole city of Philadelphia is rooting for him. They should. I'm rooting for him. Why, why wouldn't you? What, you don't fuck Boston. Okay. There's one. And the Nuggets, it's the Nuggets. Yeah. So, yeah. I think, <laughs> the, I think the Nuggets would win the series, but I'm going to be rooting for the Heat like they're the Sixers. Because if Jimmy Butler wins the title, that might be more impressive than 2011, Dirk. You know what's cool, though, about this, though? If if it is the Heat versus the Nuggets, which most likely it will be, I'm happy either way. Yes. And this is actually yep. the, the first time in a long time where I'm like, I don't give a fuck who I wins. Just want good, I just want good games. Like, I want to see a seven-game Me series too, a dog back fight. and forth. Yeah, that's all I want to see. I want to see good basketball. But, like, I'd be happy as shit for, for Joker. Me too. And them. 
and Jamal Murray coming off the ACL and Michael Porter. Like I, I like those players. You know what's funny too is I, I'm a big fan of Michael Porter, and he slipped in the draft a little bit because of his. They said he had back issues. Yeah, Michael Porter can play. Yeah, he does have a lot of injuries. I know, but he's good. He is a good player. Michael Porter's really he good. He is. He is. He's a really good role player. So. And then, and then on the other side, you got, you know, Kevin Love, right? Do you know Kevin Love? Every Hold year on. he's been in the playoffs has made the finals. Yeah, you got. I know it's crazy. Every year, Kevin Love, is, when he was in Minnesota, he never made the playoffs. He comes to Cleveland, makes the playoffs with LeBron all yeah. four years, goes to the finals. Sits out a year or whatever with Cleveland. They don't make the playoffs. Got injured. Goes to Miami. They're about to go to the finals. Yeah. But, like, on that side, it's like Jimmy Butler gets a fucking ring. That would be cool as shit, too. Like, wow. I, I am happy either way. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to... The finals, definitely. Me too. All right, let's go into to Sixers a little bit more before we get out of here. Uh, so, what do you think is is next for them now that they, for the third consecutive year, got bounced in the second round, and again it was to Boston? They yep. got swept by Boston in the bubble. Yep. Last year they lost. No, the year after that was wasn't Kawhi. I can't think of who it was. Maybe Milwaukee. And then this year again to the Celtics. Mm-hmm. What do you make of it? What do I make of it? I I think what I told you earlier is I think they got to kick around the idea of shaking things up here. You can't sign Harden for four years, bro. I just broke. You cannot do it. It, it. It's I don't think he would be, be worth it. You did you watch him enough in, in that against against the, uh, the Celtics? But Nick. You need players. If you if I sign somebody for four years, two hundred million dollars, you better step your game up in the playoffs. When when we had the MVP, we had pieces around you. We, it's not like we don't have a good team. Tyrese Maxey, PJ Tucker, we got we got Tobias Harris, we got we have good shooters. Niang and Niang can shoot. Do you think they have good pieces? Do you think Harden would? Do you think Harden's assist stuff was only because of Doc Rivers? Because he made the comment about basketball freedom. And I don't know if he meant that he wanted to go to a team like a Houston, make $200 million. He said that himself? He said, I want to take time to myself, be a free agent, and I want basketball freedom. I said, I want to go to a contender, and I want basketball freedom. So I'm, I interpreted it as, does he, was he saying that Doc Rivers was just making him a facilitator and not making him a scorer? No, because from every interview that I've seen, Doc Rivers is encouraging him to take the shot. I know. Take I know. the shot. Yeah. James, take the shot. That's what he says. So I think that's a bunch of bullshit, to be honest with you. I really do. Where Do you, do you think he comes back? I don't think so. Based on those comments, the way you just said it to me, I absolutely there's no way he's coming back. I think he comes back because I think him and Daryl Morey have – a love fest similar to you and Josh Allen. And um, I just, <laughs> it's been a while. I had a, it has been a while. Um, I think that they love each other. I think he's coming back. And at this point, man, I don't, if you lose Harden, you have no chance. At least with, I feel like with Harden for another year or two, you have some chance. Mm -hmm. I do. And I feel like if you lose him, man, there's no, I, where do you go? Well, here's, here's another idea. Do you go get Jordan Poole? What if you package Tobias and a couple first round picks and you go, go you go out and you go get a Damian Lillard or something? I would do that in a minute. I would package up a lot. That's what I'm saying. So there is other avenues they can go. There is, but if the they lose hard it because that actually opens up the cap space for them to actually yes. go get that free agent yeah. and you get rid of Tobias. I don't think that you because you got to pay Maxi. So he's I don't that's going to come up in a couple of years. I don't think you get Lillard without Maxi. You think so? I don't think you get Lillard without Maxi. No. So would you take your chances with Embiid and and Lillard? I would. Yes. I think I kind of would too. Damian Lillard, even though we lose out on Harden and uh, Maxi, right? Damian Lillard has drug some pretty ass teams to the playoffs. He made a Western Conference Finals. He's a proven star, a superstar yeah. in this league. Proven. I've seen him play in the playoffs, yes. and he fucking cranks it up. I've seen him hit buzzer beater yeah. walk-offs from half court against the Rockets, against the Thunder, and Paul George's face, yeah. and James Harden's face. I would trade Maxi and go get Damian Lillard because I know Damian Lillard's window will line up with Joel Embiid. Right. The window's and, closing. Yes. You need it. Yep, yep. And Damian Lillard and Joel Embiid 
could be a special a special duo. I would do that. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Because you have to go for it while you still have Embiid at this level. Because and Embiid's got to get in better shape. Right. That's number two. Seriously, he has to get in. It's a great peak point. Physical shape. It's a great point. And you're saying that too because what we're talking about, the window's closing, right? Mm -hmm. So if the window's closing, it's closing for for Lillard just as much as it's closing right, for right Harden. So to me, this offseason says. It's either we got to go get that piece for Embiid because we know the, the window's closing, whether it's Harden or not. Yeah. We got to get somebody that can help out, get us over the hump. If we can't figure it out. Yeah. It's over before it started. It's over before it started. So if you had that mentality, why wouldn't you just trade Embiid? Why would you keep him here and let him suffer and not win when he's deserving of being on a championship team. They were saying right? uh, the rumors were the Knicks would be the favorite to land them. Bro, the if he went to the Knicks. I just saw your uh, Rob. Yo, shout out Rob. What's up, brother? He said they better watch. They they don't lose and be to Miami. Now, that would be some shit. I don't think so. Cause, well, that would be we would shit. get Bam back, but. Well, nah. he wants to play with Butler again. Yeah, but Bam's not a stud. Bam's good, but like he's not. I, like Bam isn't. He's not Embiid. No. Let me just say that. I mean, I'm, he's not. He's not not a stud. He's a good player. He's a 20-point-per-night guy. He's mm -hmm. good, but he's not Embiid. He's not going to uplift a franchise by himself. Right. So, um, but if Embiid went to the Knicks with Brunson, who can actually score, you put Randall at the four. Now you got two big-ass bodies down in the paint. He'd be good in New York. He, you just have to surround Embiid with legitimate shot makers and playmakers. Well, Give well, Embiid. Who the hell will we get back? Barrett? Oh, no. You would probably get Randall and Barrett back. I don't want that. I'm just I saying, don't want it no, either. Hell no, no. no. See, to me, that's out. Yeah, no. You got to find the right trade partner. But what I'm saying is, if you had the mentality of saying, fuck it, if we if we lose Harden and we can't figure it out, we can't enter the season with Tobias, Maxi, and Embiid, what are we going to do here? You got to do something quick because I think you can get the maximum value right now. Yes. It's only going to depreciate from here because he's already won the MVP. Fresh off the MVP. So this is the max value you're going to get. Right? Yeah. So what I'm saying is if you should probably possibly kick the idea around if you are going to, to go that route. But here's the I'm problem. just saying if the chips don't fall where they may. Here's the issue. Here's one thing that will be an issue with trading them too. Unless you're getting back a legitimate superstar, like a legitimate in his prime superstar, there's not enough draft capital because of what happened with Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert got five picks, first rounders. Okay. And Bede would need at least eight. Um, you would need eight first round picks. Well, no, a trade happened after that where we were like, what the fuck? Rudy Gobert went for this. And then they, I forget what happened. It was maybe at the deadline. There was a big trade. Well, shit, SGA went for four with Paul George right. for the Thunder. Rudy Gobert went for five and like three players. Um, was it the the Jazz? I think no, no, it wasn't Minnesota and the Jazz. I don't know. I don't I know forget what it was. It's not my head, but somebody got it. But if you trade an MVP and you're not getting back a superstar, you Durant. probably Durant. Yes, yes that's how many mean. first round picks did they acquire? Four, but they also got Michael Bridges. So okay, that's different. But he Michael Bridges was a he was he was he was good. He just became a he looks star. Like a he, looks like he looks like a superstar. Like a, he looks like a star right now yes. with the Nets. Yeah, he looks like a, a legitimate superstar. So and now, now, the, now the Nets said that they won't include him in any trade talks. Okay. They won't trade him. So that makes sense. So what I'm saying is, like, I don't think it's skewed as you think. Because I think if we got five first-round picks for Embiid, fuck no. Why? Because I'm I'm already trade again a proven commodity that won the MVP. I understand. No, you get five picks. Yes, and you get players back that can help you win. So you you better have good ass players in there. That's what I'm saying. Yes, right. Would you do it? Like it, it, it depends. Depend it depends on what we're talking about. We got to come up with a trade partner. Yeah. Next show, we'll come up with a trade partner, and we will and, and we will discuss it. Okay. That's I, a good one. I, I like that's that. a good one because Write I actually Write that down. I think that's a great idea because we're gonna get fried and forget. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we will. We'll write that down. Um, 
But yes, next show, we will actually give you our best trade partner for Embiid if he were to get traded. All right. And then last thing before we get out of here, let's close out. Do you think Joe... I didn't even see this, bro. You're crazy. Did did, did Joel and B care more about their regular season MVP more than the championship? You didn't see this? Mm-mm. Read the script. I, not... <laughs> I hate you. Go ahead, Nick. Take this one. Uh, does he care more? Uh, absolutely. He cared more about the MVP than the chip. Absolutely, bro. Absolutely. Did you watch it? Because he wanted to win the MVP. Is that wrong? I didn't think it was wrong. No. You should want to win the MVP, but your mindset should always think about the end goal. I think it was. He cried when he lost to Toronto a few years ago. Now, no. look, his exit, his post-game presser after this one, I was disappointed in. I was because like he was quoting Giannis and stuff. And it's like, All right, Giannis already won two MVPs, and he won a championship and a finals MVP. He, so you're not able to say that yet. So that I was disappointed. Hold on. Time out. If you watch Joel Embiid in the regular season, uh-huh. And you watch Joel Embiid in the playoffs. You can't tell me it, it's, it wasn't two different players. This year it was, yeah. But again, his knee was hurt. That's a legitimate argument, dude. He was wearing a brace. He had no lift. That was. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying that. That I'm not making. I got issues. it. I get I'm it. Not making issues. I get it. But he was injured. I get it. He was injured. I get it. Whatever. If if you want to take it there, that's fine. I don't care if that's how you feel. You think if you think the injury impacted him. Fair. And look, I who don't, am I to say? I didn't say anything about LeBron's foot that everybody's saying like he needs surgery and stuff. I didn't blame it on that because LeBron was still playing at that level. Now, and Joel Embiid's not there, but I'm just saying he did have an injured knee, which is also a concern because he gets banged up. But when Embiid was on that tear to win the MVP towards the end of the season, that's where I thought he was coming into play. That's what it's correct. And he was doing that. Well, no, Brooklyn had a good game plan because Brooklyn was making a tough. They doubled. They doubled him because he was the scoring like sixteen game. points. Right. They were beating him up, and then when he couldn't play in the game four, they swept him. He missed game one, and then I thought he was going to come back and be ready to go game two, but it just looked like the brace affected him. But yeah, I don't think he cares more about the MVP than the championship. I think he wants to win a championship, but I think he wanted to win the MVP too, and I want that. I want guys that want that want to do that. But I think he just wanted to win the NBA. MVP a little bit more why? than the actual championship. I I watched it. I watched it. it. Yeah, it. I didn't say it. I, I don't watched get that it. vibe. I just think he's. I got that vibe. I think a lot of people winning. did though. I, I I'm not the only one. No, I know. I know. I don't. I just. I don't see Embiid like that. I really don't. And I it's don't, not just because he's a Philly player. I just. I feel like Embiid human. cares about everything. Cares about winning. I'm sure he cares about winning. And, Guys, when you are on that level, but superstardom, you have an ego. But I'll say this. The playoff loss hurts a little bit less when you got the MVP trophy on your nightstand. Yeah, it does. Yes and no. It yes does. And no. For him, I don't think so. Because he still hasn't accomplished anything in the playoffs. If you could tell Joel Embiid right now, <clears throat> he could go to the finals, not guaranteed to win, or he could have the MVP. I think he, he chooses, I want to go to the finals. I think he chooses going to the conference finals at this point. You know what's crazy? I just thought of this. The MVP in the NBA weighs so much more than the MVP in the NFL. I can't remember a player crying because they won the MVP. Right? In basketball, they're very emotional. They're very, like, they take things personal. There's always a message behind the award it's a longer right longer right it's the it's like more personal for for them and they're willing to share it whereas the nfl it's kind of like tight-nipped you get it like in a breaking news on the espn uh patty mahomes wins mvp like it's not really like celebrated as it is in the nba yeah that is it's interesting right yeah i'm trying to think but like i think it's because like the NBA se- the NBA season is so long. Man, I'm fucking potting, man. Ain't no fucking rust over here, dog. It's P and I. I think bitch. it's because the NBA <laughs> season is so long. Just kidding. But Love I don't guys. know. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're you're on one. I'm just saying, like, I don't know. That's actually a really good point because I'm trying to think about it. But the NBA players are more emotional. Like I said, maybe yeah. it's because the season's so much longer. But who knows? I don't really have an answer to that. It's kind of crazy. It feels like there's always a message behind the MVP. Like when Kevin Durant won, his mom was the MVP. 
you know, like, yeah, but like, but, also, but that's cool. I like that because I feel like that sends a positive message to the public. I think it's more suspenseful for the NBA too. I don't think the NFL is as, as suspenseful. Uh, it was last true. year. It was last year, but Patrick Mahomes already won it. Like Jalen hurts. Would he have been emotional? He doesn't really seem like an emotional guy like that. No, he would have been focused on winning the Super Bowl. But I think Josh Allen, Josh Allen, I think would cry. Josh Allen's an emotional guy to me. I think Josh Allen would cry if he won the MVP. Yeah. I, I don't see nothing wrong with it. I just found that it was just interesting. That's what made me think, like, in that moment, that's what made me think, like, he cared a little bit more about the MVP. It was more personal to him that he won the award. Yeah, with his son over, I, it's more personal. That, yeah. Hear me out. Like, yeah. that's why it's like he cared so much for that because he wanted that moment. And he got that moment, and then when he got closer to the the playoffs and the finals, and it, it just we, we fucked up again, bro. We lost again. We fumbled the bag. I'm used to it. I know it is sad. I know. Anyway, all right, guys. Thank you for hanging out for episode 144. We are back live on Thursday at 8 p.m. Not for real, for real. Take we, it away, we, we, we really back. Oh, are we doing yeah. the NFL schedule Thursday? Uh, yes, we are. We're yeah. we're breaking down some NFL, and we're gonna give you the Embiid best trade scenario so thank you guys for kicking it with us we appreciate all the love support and the comments if you guys haven't done so already please don't forget to like subscribe and hit the notification bell on youtube we are also available on spotify apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, iheart megaphone stitcher and all that other shit also follow us on all of our social platforms as you do not want to miss our daily content on facebook Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram. And we will see you guys this Thursday at PI, baby. That was smooth as fuck. You know, Russ over here, dog. Catalog <laughs> different. It's facts, nonfiction. Said I black out for real, then the track gone missing. If it's cap, I'm dipping. We ain't talking about a move, then it's flatline finished. When I spaz, I'm grinning. Took a peel off in the Sadies, and I pass by spinning. It's perks with the slate, but I don't have my skinnage. Took a That's quick so trip, and now I'm outcome. back home winning. And I see they eyes pop. They like can still hear me. Yeah, this sounds fucking Pull up to the spot. She trying to grab my digits. I'm already eight shots. A Henny past my limit. Here you go. Hazards with a dash full of Tickets, I'ma act like I don't see them like I bad eye vision. Y'all can't pass my scrimmage. Why y'all tripping? It's Aruba. I realized I had to go.